Call it a military coup or call it a second revolution, but whatever you call it, what just happened in Egypt is this. An Islamist leader with ties to the Muslim Brotherhood was removed from power after being democratically elected. And that fact is now being digested across the Arab and Muslim world. Robin Wright is a longtime reporter and observer of the Middle East and Muslim politics. Her latest book is Rock the Kasbah, Rage and Rebellion Across the Islamic World. And Robin, what does the military's removal of Mohammed Morsi in Egypt mean for Islamist groups around the region? They must be really looking at this carefully. This is a huge setback for groups across the region uh, after struggling for decades to enter mainstream politics. Many of them had done quite well in the first democratic elections. And what happened to the Muslim Brotherhood, the granddaddy of all Islamist movements in the Arab world, will send shockwaves across Islamist politics. When Egypt went through its revolution two years ago, there was an assumption that that was the opportunity for the Muslim Brotherhood to get power. After seeking power for years, suddenly they could get that power through the ballot box. If Egypt is a template for the region, does this indicate that getting Islamist groups into a secular system doesn't really work? Well, the question among many Islamists may well be, is democracy open enough to be inclusive of Islamists. And that's a dangerous bottom line. I think the Islamists are not finished. There are still a strong percentage of people in Egypt, in Tunisia, in Libya, clearly in Syria and elsewhere, who will turn to the Islamist parties. When Egypt goes back to the polls, there will be a core of supporters who will try to elect the Muslim Brotherhood kind of in political revenge for what's happened to them over the last 48 hours. For the true secularists who aim for a pluralistic democratic society inclusive of everyone, isn't this also a failing for them that an Islamist party can't seem to make lasting inroads? Well, the bottom line for Egypt is that the secular opposition has been dysfunctional over the past year, too. It was really the kids who mobilized yet again public sentiment. They began in the spring a petition campaign, going out on the streets, going out on the internet, getting signatures, a total of somewhere between 15 million and 22 million signatures, demanding that Morsi step down. This totaled, even if you take the lower figure, more votes against Morsi than he won at the polls. And they are the only people who come out clean in this very traumatic and very complicated political crisis. The secular politicians have not emerged as an alternative yet. They have been unable to coalesce into viable alternatives. There's no Lech Valenza. There's no Nelson Mandela in Egypt. And the military uh, engaged in a coup, and that's not a very democratic process either. So the big struggle will be who can emerge as an alternative in Egypt over the next probably quite turbulent year. So something like this happens in Egypt, call it a coup, call it a second revolution, whatever it is. I mean, Egypt is influential. I'm already uh, hearing about copycat demonstrations in Tunisia. How how might this actually ripple uh, across the region? That's a wonderful question. Tamarad, which was the young movement that organized the petition drive, has already been replicated in Tunisia, where they're calling for protests there against a government that is led by an Islamist party. It'll be quite interesting. The amazing thing about what's happened, besides just the specific ouster of President Morsi, is the sense that people can go out on the street still. They can demand accountability, that it's not just about getting the old autocrats out of power. 
It's really about creating alternatives that will address their demands. The tragedy is that because of the insecurity, because of the world economic situation, there is no easy economic solution in sight. And that may lead to greater instability, a longer term in finding ways to better life, more equitably distribute resources. So you may see even more demonstrations down the road. This is only the beginning of Revolution 2.0. Robin Wright, her latest book is Rock the Casbah Rage and Rebellion Across the Islamic World. Robin, thanks so much. Thank you.